Welcome to the Rhodey Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Marone. And today's episode, we are catching up with Chair Hall alumni, Levi King, and Nate Felicetti. And I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We will deep dive into our local, college, high school, and other athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rory Runback episode 28, and I have a great episode for you guys today. I catch up with a couple of Cherry Hall alumni, Levi King, who currently is playing basketball at Woodstock Prep Academy, and Nate Felicetti, who plays volleyball for Stony Brook. We talk about their basketball careers at Cherry Hall, what it was like, what it's like to play sports at a higher level, and much, much more. I just had a lot of fun with these two guys. They made me laugh so much during the interview. They're best friends, so the chemistry was there. It was just a lot of fun to talk to them about what they've been up to and things they like to do outside of sports and you know other, other great things. They had some great stories to share, so you guys definitely don't want to miss it, and I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this interview too. But before I get into my interview with the Jerho alumni boys, Levi King and Nate Felicetti, just remember, you guys can watch today's episode on YouTube by searching the Roadie Runback. And if once you find today's episode, you will also see all our other episodes have been uploaded to <clears throat> YouTube as well. Please remember to hit subscribe and hit that like button as well as to share with others. But if you are can't make it and you are currently driving in the car or doing work and driving in the car like my buddy Justin is, uh, and working out or doing whatever, just remember you can stay tuned here and just remember hit that subscribe button and remember to share it when you get home or get a chance to. Now for my interview with Levi King and Nate Felicetti. All right, on today's show, I welcome on two very special guests. I welcome on Levi King and Nate Felicetti. They're both Chair Hall alumni uh, and they both play basketball there. Levi is currently at playing basketball at Woodstock Academy Prep right now and Nate is currently playing club volleyball at Stony Brook. Guys, how are you? Doing good, good, doing good. Yep. That's good. Well, how are you guys holding up during uh during this COVID times? It's getting along, same old, you know, online, all that. It's been tough, but getting through it. That's good. And Levi, how about yourself? Staying safe, uh, just taking precaution, making sure everything's all healthy here at school. Yeah, that's good. That's the most important thing. Uh, Nate, so what's it what's it been like the transition playing at Stony Brook playing club volleyball there? So it's it was actually been pretty nice because the first thing that we started with when we just started doing like grass stuff, because since we weren't allowed in the rec center and the gyms or anything, we just meet with all the kids on the club to play outdoors. Like we'll set up, we have a grass net we set up and it gave me a lot of good connections to meet kids. And that's how I met most of my friends through there. It's been good. We have practices and we can do tournaments off campus since everything on campus is restricted. We rent our own gym that's like, 25 minutes out from our school and we've played a bunch of different other club teams it's been pretty good recently actually that's awesome have you guys been traveling a lot or not really since all the other schools have to figure out what they're doing too so it's basically just like private club teams that we're playing with so once everything's figured out hopefully by the spring we should be traveling more that's cool that's really cool now levi about yourself how's everything going at woodstock academy good uh it's a lot more than what I've uh, previously been through at Cherho, but, you know, wake up, 
practice and then you have online school and that at two and then you have another practice and then you go to dinner another practice so it's it's been a lot it's uh the most basketball i've ever played oh lights just went up but <laughs> most basketball i've played in a while and um it's it's stressful but i get through it that's good do you guys have like do you guys eat dinner together as a team yeah we all go to dinner at 5 30 okay i've have our talks after practice Oh, that's really cool. That's uh, that's awesome. And now, what's it like for either one of you can answer this question first? What's it like playing a sport at a whole nother level? All right, it's um, it's a lot different. Everyone can play. Everyone's able to, you know, do what they do, but a lot better than previously. What I've like experienced, like everyone here is able to shoot. Everyone's able to dribble. Everyone's able to, you know, either dunk. There's only two kids on the team that can dunk out of 30. So last my last school only me and Nathaniel could dunk. So it's a, everyone's athletic here. Yeah. It's different. It's a big difference. Everyone's trying to get to that, you know, higher level of playing in college division, obviously division one probably. And everyone's probably all really good basketball players from all different around the area. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that's crazy. How about yourself, Nathaniel? For volleyball, there's been actually a big difference because when you get into club or like higher up competition, everyone's just so much smarter because volleyball, you have to know, like pick your spots like precisely. So it's it's easier in high school because it's like half of the team you can see can actually play. But then when you're in club, you can, everyone's going to make the right decision most of the time. So you have to pick like where you are on the court. Oh, it's all strategy. It's everything like that. And you have to look at film after it. Like the actual in-depth portion of it is a lot more important rather than in high school because we look into everything we look into how we set up our offenses and everything it's more strategic yeah yeah volleyball is an interesting sport i played volleyball myself and at a, at a college as well too so it was very uh interesting like how different it was you can't just pick on that one kid who can't play in the back like very well or yeah anything like that so you always have to find pick your spots yeah it's, it's crazy and i'm sure people with the ball a lot harder i'm sure at your level it's a lot a lot higher oh, so. yeah. and you can tell when kids jump they they can get up there's a lot <laughs> like the vertical training for that is a lot different than it would be for a lot of other sports because it just changes everything that yeah, I, I can i can only imagine it's gonna be that's very cool but that's awesome that you guys you know come from a, a small school at Cherow and are able to go on to bigger, bigger like things and play at a higher, a higher level just goes to show you that it doesn't matter where you really play, you're going to get found and be able to play at a higher, higher sport, sports level and whatever it is. And it's, and it's good for the kids out there that think they have to transfer into, you know, a bigger schools or something like that. Definitely. So now are you guys, are you guys best friends? Oh, 100%. 100%. So what's some, you know, you guys grew up playing sports together. What's who's like the better of like, you know, any good stories you guys have about each other playing sports with each other? I mean, it was when I first I moved to Terho, like into like fourth grade. And that's when I started playing with Nathaniel and, you know, Dean always hyped him up, talked about him a lot. And I was like, this kid's probably pretty good. Then, you know, I'm probably playing with someone that knows how to play finally. And I mean, we always played together well, like, you know, even our past senior year, well, even throughout middle school too, but we would always switch off either. You know, if, if I didn't have a super good game, he would always do well. Or if he didn't do everything, like 
or he didn't have a super well game, I would step up and you know have my game. But we've always been competitive with each other, trying to get each other better. And um, it's just been really fun just seeing us, you know, grow and become better athletes and at our sports. That's really Yeah, cool. it's really yeah. been great because we challenge one another on a competitive side of things. So like when we were doing our workouts with Coach Downey over at Cherho, it would always be us two going at it and things like that. It just makes each of us work on things that we need to work on for ourselves. And you could tell when we were on the court, we had like a connection with each other. Like we could just look at each other and we would know what the play is going to be this next time. If we were going down, we could look at each other and know we have to do this right away. Like, and I could tell with all the back doors, all the pick and rolls from last year, you could tell it really came into fruition that senior year. That's, that's awesome. And what was it like, you know, to be able to be on the court, have that experience, have that connection and just be able to play that play basketball. And it seems like it sounded like you guys just had a lot of fun playing with each other. Definitely. Uh, playing with him is, you know, he's one of my favorite players I've ever played with. He just, you know, we always have that connection. We know where each other are on the court. We know where to be. And at the end of the day, we always have fun. We always, you know, joke around. If, you know, I make a stupid mistake or he makes a stupid mistake, I'll, you know, bust his chops about that. So it's always been fun, but, and you got to keep it serious too, because you're trying to win at the end of the day or trying to, you know, earn a scholarship for basketball. Yeah. Yeah, we were pretty good at uh, constructive criticism during the games, I'd say. <laughs> during our timeouts and stuff, we, they would get loud, but it was always in a manner to help one another, not to put the other person down. It was like we could joke with each other. We could tell each other to do better at this certain thing without them taking it as like not just the wrong way. We know how to take it and work on that. Now, when you guys had practices together, did you guys ever get into it like – like really have some serious battles against each other or like actually go at each other? Um, I mean, not really since we, not exactly. We, since we played different systems, he was a point guard and I was more of a center forward, but like we would always push each other like in like shooting competitions or, you know, I would always want him to go and dunk the ball. You know, he's only six foot, six foot one maybe. And He's always tried to dunk, and I'm like, you got to do it. Like, you can do it. And then eventually when he started to get up there, I was, you know, I still criticized him, saying, like, oh, it's just a rim grazer. It doesn't count. <laughs> but he ended up doing it, and, I, you know, it's just something that, you know, you can make fun of him for, but, you know, he's not going to take it to heart. He knows what a joke is, so. That's good. Yeah, it was good to push each other in practice. Like, if there was ever big man stuff and I would hop in it and I would guard him, I would just try and jab his back as much <laughs> as I could just to try and get him to take that strong step to get in and see if he could get mad with it. So it was pretty good. We got better from it, though. It wasn't just in a joking standpoint. We actually learned from the things we were doing. So it was a good experience. That's really cool. Now, Levi, you seem pretty even killed. Did you ever get mad at uh, Nate for ever doing that to you? Yeah, um, hold on. <laughs> but, um, yes, definitely. Uh, you know, he is like sometimes obnoxious with it. Like, it would just be too much. I would just get annoyed and get frustrated. So, it would throw my game off a little bit. But at the same time, that translates into games. Some people play a little bit, you know, dirty or rougher. So, you got to learn how to, you know, take that pushing or jabbing whatever it is and, you know, deal with it and still 
push through and, you know, eventually finish the layup or the shot or whatever you're taking. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. That's good. That's good that uh, Nate would do that and help push you in those situations, even though it'd probably get a little annoying, but you're definitely yeah. going to face someone that's going to be like that, 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 that dirty player in some sort of way. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, was there anything cool, like any cool stories that you can remember from high school, like games that you guys remember that really stuck with you? Was it, what was it? Was it West War? What was the game of the off the glass one? Levi, do you remember? Tiverton. That was Tiverton? Yeah. Was, oh my God. It was a fast break against Tiverton. We were in, I think like an extended two, three. And I got the steal at the top of the key. I think I jumped the high post and I saw him coming from the bottom wing run up. So I took my dribble to the left, threw it off the glass to him, and he dunked it. And the, it was a crazy game, and the crowd went nuts. It was a, it was crazy. That's just awesome. even after it happened, I was like, "Did that really just happen?" It was nuts. <laughs> that's that's so cool. That, I uh, is that on YouTube somewhere? I can find that. Yeah, yeah. I think Ball and RI posted it. What was it in? Um, uh, it was number one, right, for plays that yeah. you that. Lit- it was in well, the number. It was in like the top ten plays for one of the RI accounts that posts for high school basketball. But I'd also say another memorable game was definitely uh, the Wesley game. You know, it's our rivals. It's uh, always a tough game, high energy, but we both came out, you know, doing well. We both had 24 combined for, you know, 48 points. I had 12 rebounds. He probably had seven, eight assists to me or to other people, but, um, you know, just working well together and, you know, combining for such a high amount of points out of, you know, we probably had 48 out of 70. Wow. You know, only 20 points left for the rest of the team. But, you know, just working together, you know, and we still had fun. Like, it was as even though we lost, we ended up losing. But um, just us both doing really well, you know, both having 24 points, is it's, it was fun. It was memorable. That's awesome. That's really cool. And now what was it playing like playing for your dad, Nate? Playing for him or against him? Well, for him. I know what it was like to play against him. (laughs) (laughs) For him, I mean, it's always, it has that father-son aspect where you're like, we have that connection, but it's also annoying because you know he's going to be harder on you because he can because I'm his son. You know he's going to be pushing you and pushing you. It was good to a degree where I would learn from it. I would experience it. And because he has all his years coaching, I knew what he was telling me was going to be right. Yeah. So it was good to have that connection with him where we could still joke around too. But when the going gets tough, he would push me as hard as he could. So it was a good experience for me, I'd say. And now, Levi, what was it like for, you know, playing for Coach Felicetti? Uh It was always good. He treated me as if I was almost his son, you know. He yeah. always pushed me, you know, always wanted me to, you know, do better, strive for, you know, my best ability and um he knows what he's talking about so you know you gotta you gotta um listen and actually take what he says and you know implement it into your game so whenever he was talking you know i pay attention make sure i'm listening to understand what he's talking about so i can you know do it the next play and um it was always fun playing for him because he always had either like just some fun aspects of the to the game that he added or to a practice, to a workout. And um, he always just pushed us, which, you know, made everyone better. So that's great. 
That's awesome. And what was it like playing for Coach Downey? I had Coach Downey on the show. His episode's coming out next week. So what was it like playing for him? Oh, nice. A little unreleased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but playing for, I like Coach Downey was really nice. And you could tell from our senior year, we built such a good connection with him that we were going to have a good year with us together and we would have that great connection. And you could tell like as a freshman, when you hear him all yelling, like you think this guy's going to, Oh my God, I don't know if I could play for this guy. Yeah. But then when you come into junior senior year, you realize, Oh, this was all for me to get better. And you see it happening to the freshmen and they'll get scared. That's when our job comes in to tell them, just listen, he's doing this for the better for yourself to help you grow. And it's not only about basketball it's to like learn how to be a man and come into yourself as a person. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, totally agree. I When I first came in as a freshman, my older brother had him, so I kind of already heard most of the stories of him, you know, going crazy on the team. But it really wasn't that bad. You, you have to understand that he's doing it for the better, like Nathaniel said. But I didn't really like him my freshman halfway through my sophomore year because, you know, he always pointed me out, I felt like. But it was him kind of just – pointing out the things of like that I've made wrong or the mistakes, but he was trying to tell me like what to do better, how to get better. You know, I always wanted to play college basketball. So what I needed to do for me to get to that level, he always, you know, pushed through. But in my eyes as a younger, you know, freshman immature, didn't know, you know, much about life. Like he taught me, like, you have to keep like persevering through you know, even the little criticism that he gave you. So it was always fun playing with him. And then senior year, I had a blast. We had a connection. Me, Nathaniel, and him had a connection. So we always were on the same page with every game, every practice. You know, if, if we weren't feeling great, he would let us sit out and, you know, let us uh, rest our legs or whatever it was because we had a lot of stress on us during our senior year, I'd say. Yeah, sounded like it. Sounds like you, between the both of you guys scoring a bunch of points and had a lot going on, a lot of pressure on it between the both of you guys. <laughs> now, what was it like, Coach, uh, playing against now your dad, Nate? What was it, what was it like playing against your dad and having your dad coach? <laughs> it, it was great. And the best part about it was getting that win at the Crusader Dome or whatever they call that place. <laughs> I was great. Like even from the tip, you could tell it had that energy towards it. And then we had that article released, whatever it was, the father son game after it yeah. was really fun. And it was a great thing to experience. And even from the handshakes in the big beginning, you know, you go up to your coach, we made up a handshake to do it yeah. after it was really cool. I had fun. That's awesome. And Levi, what was it like playing against him as well? Uh, very high energy game. Obviously wanted to beat him because yeah. I've, I've known Coach Felicetti since fifth grade. So once again, and I've been to his house. I've basically lived at his house for a summer. So, you know, he, he always taught me, you know, that, you know, around the house or he showed me how to become a better basketball player. So I always just wanted to beat him, you know, and he came out with a triangle and two on me and Nathaniel. And <laughs> Worst defense ever. It, <laughs> it worked. It only worked because the rest of our team was very sluggish that game. They did not, you know, contribute too much. But um, eventually, we came out with the win somehow. It was it was a very very poor game, but overall, like the energy was good, and we just you know kept pushing through even if we didn't like any calls or 
anything, but it was fun playing against them. Uh, great uh, dinner that night. That yeah. was awesome. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Love that. You said he had to let you in because he might have to have dinner on the table. For yeah. Well, it wouldn't matter. I would have been out anyway. <laughs> There's no way. If, if we let them win that game, I would have never hurt. I would have never stopped hearing it. To this day, he'd still be talking about it. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, remember that time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> well, now you got the upper hand on him on that one. So yeah. just bring it up. Be like, Dad, just remember that time? <laughs> it's a- I'll bring up the article. Check the scoreboard on it. Yeah. <laughs> just look at that. He said me the article after our interview he's like you gotta look at this it's pretty funny but what do you guys like to do outside of like you know playing sports like what's or in school like what do you guys like what do you like to do for fun something that like keeps you guys entertained uh i like to like play music listen to music or just you know hang out with friends usually nathaniel we either go out to eat go to newport for the day just hang out you know go to uh, fort weatherall just walk around just you know sightseeing or maybe take a trip up to Providence, go to to the city. But I don't know. It's usually a repetitive thing with my friends. Like we usually do the same thing, go out to eat or just go to Newport, something like that. Not not too many different things, but it's always fun. Always a good time. Always having many jokes thrown around. So that's good. Yeah, we'd always do that type of stuff. And we were big into like cliff jumping or just whatever where you jump off like in Jamestown by a uh, beaver tail there's a bunch of cliffs you jump in the water we go to the quarries in Charlestown and stuff and do that that's how we spend most of our time during the summer and we have like some of our friends have pools and stuff we'll just hang out with them go out to eat you know and just hang out normally like that nice that's awesome do you guys play 2k with each other too I actually don't really play any video games. And the, the only time I've really played Nathaniel was like when 2K13 was out and he, Kevin used, Durant. And he used Kevin Durant and it was, a, it was a cheat code basically. It was terrible. I was awful. I absolutely wiped him is the correct thing to say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for 2K, I haven't gotten the new 2K yet. I'm probably waiting to get one of the next gen consoles to get it, but I did play the previous one when quarantine started and I play with some of my friends, like on my, my player or whatever. I'd always have a Clyde Drexler MJ build and he was nasty. <laughs> nasty. What do you use right now to play? Right now I barely play any video games. Honestly. Yeah. I've just been focused on schoolwork because since everything's online, I just have stuff to do just on like right on my hand that I can just look at and do. So I just haven't spent that much time playing video games and more focused on the other stuff. Oh, that's good. And what do you guys both now? What are you studying at school, Nate? I'm uh, marine sciences. Nice, that's awesome. And Levi, what do you want to study when you go to school? I am still undecided on that, but maybe something with music. I have like a engineering background with architecture, so we'll see. Nice, that's awesome. And what kind of music do you like to listen to? Any kind of music. I mean, rap. Uh, I have like a few favorite week. Uh, artists like the weekend or daniel caesar i even like justin bieber so oh yeah. <laughs> he loves the weekend and he's not that good oh my god <laughs> no nah. <laughs> nah, but i listen to all types of music though too right, so who, i don't really listen to country but other than that i listen to everything all right do you have a favorite besides not the weekend <laughs> <laughs> my favorite right now is probably Mm, I like Future. He just released with Lil Uzi, a little album. 
kind of disappointing, but I still like him. All right. <laughs> All right. I got a couple more questions for you guys and we'll wrap it up. All right. Now, who's your favorite basketball teams or basketball and basketball players? My favorite team, well, in college is Kentucky. I've always just liked how Coach Calipari always coached. And then for the NBA, probably like the Celtics, just, you know, uh, team in the area. And I actually really do enjoy watching Jason Tatum play. So, you know, that's someone I kind of want to play like if I can. You know, he's he's really good. So that's what I try to mimic. Yeah, that's, that's a good player to want to mimic and be like him. Jason Tatum's a beast. Definitely. I hope you play better defense than him, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm more of a URI guy. Roll go. Rims, 100%. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Eat the Friars, roll yeah. roadie. But <laughs> for <laughs> NBA, I like the Rockets. Big James Harden guy. What are they going to do if they trade him? I don't, he's not going to go anywhere. They'll trade Russ, I think, but I don't think James Harden will ever, they, I don't think he'll leave. I think Russ will go to like the Knicks or something and we'll get a draft pick, maybe get a center. If they think could trade up to get like James Wiseman or something, it would be top tier, phenomenal. <laughs> what if they get LaMelo Ball? Oh, even better. I love LaMelo Ball. <laughs> he should be going number one. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting because I wonder if they're going to put another superstar with James Harden on that one. Yeah, it, I think it has to be like a big guy at this point because he does good at distributing the ball and everything. I think he needs like a staple center, like a like a someone with like a Bam out of bio build or something that could sit in the paint and get just feed fed from him. Yeah, get get boards and kick it back out, and he can drive and give it to him. Now, what about you, Levi? What do you think about the Celtics? This unfortunate with the way they played against Miami. Yeah, tough tough loss in that series, but. It happens. No. It shouldn't. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed in that. <laughs> Not much to say. Just hopefully win some next year, you know. Hopefully yeah. go to the finals. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see what happens with them. All right, last question, guys. LeBron or Jordan? LeBron. Jordan. Jordan, all right. All right. I wasn't expecting that one. If right. you look at LeBron teams that he's brought to the finals look at 2016 Cavs and the earlier Cavs his whatever third or fourth year you put Michael Jordan on that team they will get bodied early rounds there is no shot no way I think Jordan takes that team to the finals really I I don't know Jordan's just just a different beast I think LeBron like I feel like he can do everything like his passing is so good he led the league in assists and he's what 35 this year yeah he could be an MVP the past 14 years. He's ridiculous. All right, Levi, you got to get the Jordan argument now. Oh, I'm saying it's six or six, 100%. That's pretty good. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's all you have to say. There you go. That's it. I like it. That's all you have to say. No, that's stupid. Put put his 91 Bulls team against the Warriors, uh, the Hamptons Five Warriors, and they will get swept. The Hamptons Five Warriors. They would get swept 100%. I don't know. They might bully them. If I don't know. Like, they haven't seen a player like Steph. Steph's automatic. You could put Jordan on him fine. And then you have Iggy, Draymond, Clay, and Durant. No one's guarding Durant. You could put Pippen on him. Durant still has, like, three inches on him, and he's still pulling from red line. I don't know. And then you have someone on Clay Thompson sitting in the wing just – 
I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna happen. No way. I don't know. I I think that that Bulls team is really tough. I think Jordan just is another aspect, another level, and the game when he played was just more bully ball. Yeah, I think I think it's a lot harder to play being you know hit, tackled, or you know punched in the face midair. And, <laughs> If you get fouled at the free throw line, take three other steps and then make a web and then still call the foul. Different eras. It's whatever. That's why the argument will always be invalid either side. I think they played in different eras. Yeah, it's true. At the same time, then you could equally evaluate them as a player, but it's different. Now, what about Kobe? Because Kobe played in both eras. Oh, we put Kobe at second. You know, what? Pretty much did pretty much did everything MJ did just you know one championship short so no modeled his modeled his game right after him so he did he, he really did he was a Jordan after Jordan exactly Nate just yeah, doesn't know defense defense is you know only half the game who cares <laughs> That's dumb. LeBron could play defense when he wants to. I know you know that game six or seven, whatever the block, game seven, last minute. Everyone knows that. Best defensive play in history. Doesn't matter. Jordan would have never have lost the 5'9 JJ Barrera. <laughs> that, that series is a fluke anyway. That, that doesn't matter. It was not a fluke. That they 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 got the ass handed to him on that one. They were playing against. It was all old men versus like this new young superstar team. It was like the old man league showed up to like the the twenty year old pickup basketball game. That's what it was like. Unbelievable series. I hated every second of it. I wanted him to get that ship. Oh my. So who do you root for when LeBron plays against like the Celtics? Oh, I'll go Celtics just because I got to be a homer in that aspect. But if it's anyone else, I'm like, when it's Miami Lakers, oh, LeBron, give me that other ring. Come on. The finals MVP. He'll take his second one next year if the Warriors don't beat them. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's got to go through the Warriors and possibly the Clippers that might have Russell Westbrook next year. Yep, they were talking about that. Yeah. I heard about that. It's going to be an interesting year next year in the NBA because you got Durant coming back and Kyrie. That Brooklyn team is going to be good. The East is going to be Celtics-Nets, I think. Yeah, a lot of players coming back from injury. Steph's back, Clay's back from the ACL, and they have what the top three or whatever. They can pick up the draft. Yep, they could pick up if they pick up James Wiseman. That'd be a great person to put at center for them. Yeah, that that's what they need. Crazy, that's... he's an athletic big that could just board for them and kick out. It'd be perfect. Yeah, they that's what they need. They need that for them big time. They're they're going to be a tough team all the way through. I think that's got going to be LeBron's biggest challenge. I think is trying to go through Golden State. Oh, for sure. Steph might go for another MVP, honestly. With the team he's got, it's still a really good team. He could. Steph's nasty. You can pull up from half court. Don't <laughs> forget how good he actually is because he's just automatic. It's stupid. He's the best shooter ever. It's to see anywhere within half court is automatic range for him. It's so hard to guard that. It's, and he's so quick as a point guard in general. It's ridiculous. Now, would you take Steph or would you take Dane? Steph. It's not even close. Yeah. Steph is just, yeah. he's just great. He just yeah. can shoot from anywhere. Great passing ability, has good handles. And uh, the only thing Dame has over him is, you know, uh, I think more athletic ability. Yeah. I think Dame's more of like a the bigger build, like a better driver and finisher. But Steph is just such a better 
I think Steph's just better at spacing the floor too. Because his passing is ridiculous too. It's slept on because he actually has great court vision as well. Like, yeah, you could see Dame Lillard in the bubble putting up 35 footers just to get knocked out early rounds or not even make it. So (laughs) it's where you take them. So that, 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 Blazers team needs to either like they need to trade some make some moves to make them a little bit better or do something with them. You gotta get rid of McCollum hundred percent. He weighs that team down, get someone young, fresh legs, honestly. And I just want Dame with another one of these to Paul George. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be good to go. <laughs> I love it. I don't you don't like CJ? I mean, he's all right. I uh, I think he's good for like an 18, 20 point, but he's not a like a real superstar to put him with that can take him over the bump. Yeah. He'll take him like an eight, seven seed like every year, but you need someone else that can get him to that. Cause they're in the West, it's tough. They have to get to like, they need to be a competitor around like the four or five seed. Cause you have Denver, Warriors, Clippers could get even better. All those teams are still going to be in contention for top one through four. So yeah. it's tough just to even get over that hump. The Mavs are ridiculous with Luka coming back. He's ah. going to be an MVP candidate again, too. Yeah. The West is still stacked. Yeah, the Mavs could add, like, a third person, too. That's, like, that's going to be dangerous. That's what they're looking to do, too. Yeah, <laughs> I like the Mavs. I think Luka's going to, again, blow it up. for. He could go MVP, too. Last year, he was, what, third or fourth in the runnings or something? Yeah. It's crazy. He's so good. He's crazy. having like what 28, 9, and 9 or something. That's crazy. ridiculous. 21 or 22 years old. Yeah, he's that's unbelievable. Just think about it. He still has so many years left on him. And the way he plays isn't like the one where his longevity will be shortened. Like he plays the way that he can stay in the court for so many years. It's yeah. not like an all drive and attack, wear on your body type. He has good like fundamentals and everything. So he's yeah, he's nasty. He's real nasty. He's like a. It's not like Allen Iverson's play where I, Iverson knocked himself out of the league early because he just beat the crap out of himself at a young age. So, yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting. Next year's gonna be real interesting in the NBA. So we'll see what happens there. But that's all I got, guys. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. I'm glad that we we're able to make this happen. And this has been a lot of fun. You know, talking with you guys. You guys are hilarious. We got to do this more often. We got to do another one. Maybe put oh, your dad on this sure. one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can get him on here, whatever. <laughs> get some trash talk going, anything. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for having us on. It's been great. Yeah, it's been a, it's a lot of fun. You guys are really great. And uh, we'll have, yeah, be in touch and I'll probably get this out in like a couple of weeks. All right. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, guys. Be safe and take it easy. Good luck with everything. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. All right. That was my interview with. Levi King and Nate Filosetti. Just a great interview with the two of them. I really enjoyed talking to them. And can't wait to have them back on uh, down the line, uh, get some updates with their careers and how they're doing in their respective sports and where they're playing them. So just just a great, great time speaking with those two guys. Made me laugh the whole time. And I hope you guys got a good kick out of them. So a lot of fun having them on. And can't wait to have them back on down the line. For next week, I'm going to release the schedule on Instagram on Friday. Uh, no episode this Friday. You know, it's Thursday. It's going to be Black Friday. You guys are going to be shopping. You know, so I figured give, uh, you know, guys a break. Maybe if something does come up, maybe a surprise episode on Friday. We'll see. Maybe something in the works that I might release. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. But I appreciate you guys listening. And I hope you guys have a safe and lovely Thanksgiving. And we will see you next week.